Welcome back to Amerisogyny. I'm your host, Hannah Blue. This is episode 21, Processing Grief. Today, the K-pop world is reeling over the death of another young K-pop star, 25-year-old Moonbin of Astro. He was also a part of the subunit Moonbin and Saha with fellow member Yoon Saha. There's not one media outlet in the East or the West who hasn't talked about him. Even if you aren't an Astro fan, most people know who he is. According to Yonhap News Agency in South Korea, Moonbin was found at home by his manager around 8.10 p.m. on Wednesday. Police say there were no signs indicating homicide. The Washington Post says it could not immediately verify that as fact, and the South Korean police are being quiet on details of the case. On April 19th, his music company, Fantagio, posted a statement on social media. This is Fantagio. First, we apologize for having to convey this sorrowful and heartbreaking news. On April 19th, Astro member Moonbin suddenly left us and has now become a star in the sky. Although it cannot compare to the grief of the bereaved family that had to part with their beloved son and brother, his fellow artists and the staff here at Fantagio, who have been together with him for a long time, are also deeply mourning the departed amidst tremendous shock and sorrow. It pains us even more to have to convey this sudden news to the fans who have given their unsparing love and support to Moonbin. Because we know all too well just how unparalleled the departed Moonbin was in his love for his fans, whom he was constantly thinking of, the grief is all the more overwhelming. In order for the bereaved family who has fallen into great sorrow due to the sudden tragedy to be able to respectfully mourn the departed and say their goodbyes, we entreat you to please refrain from speculative or malicious reports. In accordance with the wishes of the bereaved family, the funeral will be held as quietly as possible with family, close friends, and agency colleagues in attendance. Once again, we express our deep mourning as the departed walks his final path. CNN and Korean media say police think he committed suicide. The police stated no signs of foul play have been found related to this case. Now, I wasn't there. I don't know how he passed. And I'm not going to speculate even though the media is treating his death as a suicide. What I do know is Moonbin admitted to struggling with mental health in the past. According to BBC and SBS, a Korean broadcast company, Moonbin once said, I want to confess one thing. I'm actually feeling really bad. There might have been a lot of signs from which people could notice since the concert started. So I'm also very sorry to you guys. I'm working out and trying to pick up things that I've left little by little. I chose this job, so I need to be happy so that I can make fans happy as well. Now that shows what kind of person he was. Even though he was struggling mentally, he was thinking of his fans. 
Sometimes the kindest and most generous souls experience the worst pain. He was loved worldwide. That much is clear. Astro fans are called Aroha, and they showed love in the wake of his death. One tweeted, Rest in peace, Ben. Aroha will never ever forget you. Thank you for being one of the members of Astro. Thank you for all your hard work and smile for Aroha. We love you for infinity, Moonbin. Another tweeted, fly high like a butterfly and become a star in the sky. Rest in love, Moonbin. The Philippines certainly loved him. A memorial was created for him at the New Frontier Theater. Astro had just performed in the Philippines a few short weeks ago. Shinee's Taemin's Instagram story read, I remember seeing you shining on stage. I hope you're happy there, just as you've always been sparkling. RM, the leader of BTS, posted a black screen with no words to honor Moonbin. Shung Chen Wu, who was close to Moonbin, posted a photo of him and Moonbin when they were younger. It said, Bina, don't get sick there. And let's be happy. Some K-pop groups stopped promotions and one held a moment of silence for him. Boys Planet, a survival reality show, dedicated their show to him. Moonbin is survived by his parents and sister. Wow. The focus of this episode is not to speculate on how he passed or any of the other people I'm going to talk about. The focus of today's episode is to assist fans friends, and family with processing grief. You'd have to be a K-pop fan to understand how much artists mean to people. No, we don't know them personally, and I wasn't a fan of Astros. We only see what they show us. But grief isn't something that should be reserved for only people you know personally. Everyone is deserving of an outpouring of love when they're here and when they're gone. In South Korea, death among its younger population is prevalent. That's either by their own hand or natural causes. In 2017, in South Korea, nearly one in four people suffer from a mental disorder. 95% of South Koreans report being stressed and nearly 40 people commit suicide daily. Mental health is a global crisis. However, it is seldom discussed and widely overlooked in South Korea. The subject of mental health is off limits. There's an antagonistic mindset deeply ingrained in the fabric of South Korean society. 75% of Korean elders believe people who experience depression and other mental health issues are weak. As a result of stigma, only 20% of South Koreans get help for depression. 20%. And what does the government propose? Increasing the work week to 69 hours. Their work culture is already stressful. They already have a 52-hour work week, 40 hours of regular work, and 12 hours of overtime. That's not enough. Not according to their current president's administration. The law must be passed by the National Assembly. Ironically, President Yoon's political opponents hold the majority. Good. Maybe that means it won't pass. 
So this is their response to the decline in birth rates. How is working people to death going to inspire them to have more babies? They have housing issues as well. And Gen Z has a higher unemployment rate, three times higher than the national average. And that was before the pandemic. It's even worse now. 40% of the younger generation have given up looking for work. This has led to increased mental issues, including alcoholism. The youth have been affected the most. They are stressed and cynical, unhappy about their futures. And COVID-19 didn't help. Unforeseen isolation caused suicide, depression, and loneliness to skyrocket. Like I said, they had these issues before the pandemic. The government's response? Let's throw money at them. The Ministry of Gender Equality and Family announced it will pay up to 650,000 Korean won. That's about $500 per month to isolated people to support their psychological and emotional stability and healthy growth. About 3.1 of Koreans aged 19 to 39 are reclusive, lonely young people, meaning They are disconnected from the outside world and have a hard time living a normal life. Hmm. What does the government think $500 a month is going to do? Let's think about that for a moment. If celebrities with far more money than they have have taken their lives, how exactly is that supposed to help them? I see buying more alcohol if they already have an alcohol problem. Because they're not getting help for alcoholism, because their country doesn't believe in supporting mental health. Come on now. We want to give people money, yet not put money into advocating for people to see doctors and counselors? Hmm. Why is that so prevalent? By getting treatment for mental health, lives can be saved. I'm going to talk about several other people who have passed, either by their own hand, or we don't know how they died but it was just as sudden and shocking as Moonbin's passing. Just last week, April 11, 2023, South Korean actress Jung Chae-yeol was found dead at her home. She was only 26 years old. Although her agency, Management S, confirmed her death, we don't know how she died. They haven't said it was suicide. They haven't given a cause. Period. Their statement read, Actress Cheol has left our side on April 11, 2023. We pray that Cheol, who has always been sincere about acting, is able to rest in peace in a warm place. The family wanted her to have a private funeral. Jung was a model and in 2016, she starred in Devil's Runway, a fashion survival show. She also starred in the movie Deep in 2018 and in 2020, She starred in Zombie Detective. Before her death, she was filming a K-drama, Wedding Impossible. The management company ended with, We earnestly request that you refrain from writing speculative articles or spreading rumors. I wish they'd stop making such a blanketed statement. Firstly, it sounds cold. Second, people are going to talk, whether you caution them or not. The Eastern entertainment industry doesn't have a good reputation when it comes to the well-being of its artists. The debut process is long and brutal, 
And even if the Chinese give their all, there are no guarantees. Also, being vocal about mental health issues is frowned upon. But sometimes artists break the mold and call out things going on behind the scenes. According to OECD, South Korea has a high suicide rate. In 2009, actress Jae Jong Young called out people in the industry for sexual abuse in a suicide note. Entertainers aren't safe out in the open either. Social media is no friend of theirs. People comment on weight, sexual orientation, who they're dating, who they're contacting. Even if it's just other entertainers, the judgment and bullying is global and vicious. The pressure these performers are under is at times literally life-threatening. Actress O.N. High was gorgeous. Beautiful figure, lovely face. At 36, she died of a cardiac arrest. She was allegedly discovered unconscious at her home by a friend. It's always, mostly, don't speculate. And then they kind of just go away. Never talked about again. And I think that's wrong. I found no official cause of death other than what the police said when she passed. They said, we have found no reason to suspect murder and there were no signs of intrusion into Miss O's house. It appears she made an extreme choice. The police also said she had been suffering from depression. That's no shock to me because as I said, online bullying of entertainers can be life-threatening. You want to talk about bullying? Hmm. In 2011, she made headlines for wearing a low-cut gown on the red carpet of the 16th Busan International Film Festival. They dragged this woman from Busan to Seoul over a dress. She said it was her first time on the red carpet. And she admitted the venomous talk harmed her career. The bullying was relentless. She gave interviews and discussed her experience with the backlash that followed her red carpet debut. She said, I never knew I would receive so much hate comments. She almost sued a cosmetic surgeon who got on TV and said, these kinds of breasts are 100% fake. Owen High said, for a moment, I was so shocked and angry I thought of suing him. The public would have no hesitance to believe him since he is a specialist. I think that day I drank and cried a lot. It was easier to take in all the hateful comments, but I could not stand distorted rumors. I even thought, did I do something that bad to make that person lie to the public? In another interview, she said, it was my first time on the red carpet, so I was just so surprised to see the reactions. All of my friends began calling me, telling me not to feel down with the hate. Although there were positive replies, there were also some bad ones. I merely went to the event hoping to get caught on camera, but I think the situation blew up into something out of my control. There were some who criticized me for going overboard, but what I want to make clear is I didn't seek the attention purposely. I'm really self-conscious and get hurt easily. When I saw that I was the most searched figure online, I was worried about tomorrow. My parents knew that I had been going through a hard time and just told me not to focus on the hateful replies 
and just overcome it as a life experience. But clearly, she didn't overcome it. I have no doubt she was dragged for that dress until the day she died. Society is harsh on women in all corners of the world. Miss O was a beautiful woman. There was absolutely no reason to make that big of a deal over a dress. What's strange? Two other Asian actors died within days of her. A Taiwanese actor, Alien Huang, was found dead in his apartment. And a Japanese actress, Sei Ishina, died and was suspected of committing suicide. All were 36. Why do I keep talking about suicide in South Korea? Because it keeps happening. And I'll continue to talk about it until mental health is seen as valuable in South Korea and all over the world. I'll stop talking about it when musicians, actors, and everyone else can say out loud, I need to see a mental health professional without shame or stigma. You know, there are alleged fans who get so uncomfortable when I talk about this. They'll say, you're out of line. You're being weird. You need to stay in your lane. For these people, I have only one thing to say. Nothing. Let me talk to the real fans for a minute. Like the ones who asked R.M. was he okay when he got on live one time. Or the ones I had that amazing conversation with on my own video when I was on TikTok who told me they were too afraid to speak up when they suspected something was off about one of our favorite K-pop stars. Never let anyone silence you. There is nothing wrong with showing concern and compassion. There is definitely something wrong when people are complicit to the suffering of others. That's right. If you're not advocating, you are complicit. When people tell you to stay in your place, you tell them, I know my place. You and I don't live in the same place. When they say, stay in your lane, you say, Yes, I do live on Lobby Lane and I will continue to lobby for the doors to be open to mental health until my faves feel comfortable getting help. But feel free to stay on Bullying Boulevard and Apathy Avenue. To the real fans, be respectful of your faves, but never be afraid to show them you care about their well-being. Don't wait until they die to show concern. By then it's too late. It's not enough to stream music and go to concerts. Yes, we elevate their lifestyles, but for how long? Hmm? People need to know you care while they're alive, no matter if they're famous or not. The entertainment industry is so harsh. It reminds me of a K-drama I recently watched, Footmalls.com. One of the characters was a recording artist. She was working on her album. Until the producers brought in this fresh young girl and forgot all about her because she was older and had been out of the game for a while. The tabloids called her bloated. She had a mental breakdown and committed suicide. They even had a psychiatrist who experienced her own woes, but I thought her character was very important to include. Now, I don't watch romantic K-dramas, but I will watch the good ones with crime. They tell the truth. The stigma against mental health needs to change. The way musicians and actors are treated needs to change. And you can find footmalls.com on Netflix. The industry is very cookie cutter all around the world. 
You have to be young, pretty, handsome, marketable. It's a dog-eat-dog, competitive, toxic arena of the popular Hunger Games, and not everyone makes the cut. Some get eaten up by razor-sharp psychological teeth within the confines of their minds. So where is the mental health in discussing the mental health of others? Healing. Every time you advocate for someone, you're helping yourself too. As human beings, I think we have a duty to look out for each other. It sounds cliche, but it's a hell of a lot better than embracing apathy and arrogance by telling others how to feel and how not to feel, what to say and what not to say. The seven stages of grief are shock, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance and hope, and processing grief. For anyone who has lost someone they love, these are the stages we go through. For Moonbin's fans or fans of any of the people I've discussed today, it is okay to experience these as long as you need to. There's no time limit on grief. Never let anyone tell you how to feel. Whether you know people or not, you're allowed to have compassion. That's what makes you human. And I'm out of time. This was a heavy topic, but I thank you for hanging in there with me. I hope this episode will help someone. Death is not easy for the ones left behind. There are no magic words we can say to make anyone feel better. My condolences go out to the families, friends, and fans of these wonderful people. May they find the peace they search for. I will be back next week with another topic or two. Until then, be easy, take care of yourselves, and God bless.